Welcome to the Fit Dad Club podcast. You're here with Travis Jones and I'm here with Jason Barrett. How are you doing today, Jace? Doing really well, man. Doing really well. I'm, I'm well every week. You know, every day. It's a great day yeah. to have a great day. Well, I feel most days when I wake up and I'm alive, I treat it as a good day. Uh, so yeah. that's certainly a positive. I'm here and I'm me, um, yeah. which is definitely good. So today we want to talk about um, accountability, discipline, and sustainability with your body transformation. We've already talked about you know, goal setting, setting up your year. We've already talked about how to achieve your body transformation. We've talked about mindset. We've talked about stress and sleep and the factors that, you know, can hold us back from achieving our goals. So if you haven't watched or listened to those podcasts, go back, listen to those. They give you a great base foundation of knowledge for you to be able to execute your transformation and, you know, achieve the goals that you want. And I, I think anyone can achieve their goals with that base foundation. So you get a notepad out, they're about an hour long each, write out all the notes as you're going through it, and that will give you that base foundation. As we go into the episodes from here, we'll go into some more nuanced topics like accountability, discipline, and sustainability that will build on top of that initial foundation, which is the platform of all success. Um, now, with that, if you ever have any questions that you want us to answer, you know, just shoot us a message on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, if you do want to sign up and you want to get coached, go to fit-dad.club and sign up for a call. We can see where you are, what's holding you back, and, you know, how we can get you to your goal. But other than that, let's get into it. We're going to start off with accountability today. And I think accountability is the key thing that gets every single person started. Um, you know, without, when you're trying to change your life, Okay. It's very hard to do it by yourself. Okay. It is very hard because you're trying to change literally the person that you are. So to change, we need accountability. And I think the two most crucial factors to transforming any type of your life is accountability plus proximity. Proximity to someone who one you respect or is doing what you want to do and accountability by them to make sure that you're showing up on a daily basis. And if you have that accountability and you miss a day and you know you have a call or you know you have someone checking in on your nutrition or your training, it's that back of your mind reminder. It's like, I know Jace is looking at my stats right now. Um, I gotta get my get my crap together. He's not or, happy. Exactly. Or the same thing, it gives you accountability is different factors. It's like we just did a 42 day challenge where, you know, the guys were scoring three points a day. One was for steps, one's worth tracking their training, one was for doing a training, uh, tracking their nutrition and they could get three points a day and they were posting their points daily in a group with their peers of other dads and the accountability of them knowing that someone else is doing what they need to be doing and they have similar constraints to them that actually gave them this self motivation to go, well, if they can do it and I'm accountable to post my points for the day, I don't want to post, you know, a bunch of zeros. Like I want to post my threes and I'm accountable to them indirectly because I know that they are doing it. And a lot of the guys reached out to me. I was like, the, the 42 day challenge was so good because it kept me accountable to getting the three points a day to making sure I was crushing my habits. And from there, they stayed on track. Um, what's your thoughts around accountability, mate? I think the biggest thing, which is kind of sad at the same time, is that accountability, it does get results, but it's mostly because 
people will hold themselves accountable to other people more so than they will to themselves. Right. And that's, that's kind of where we talk about discipline a bit later on is where you can really hold yourself accountable to yourself. And that's, that's where rule, that's where discipline comes in, but having someone else we're so much more afraid to let someone else down, um, especially if you know, you're paying for coaching or you're paying for a service. You're not only is it, Hey, I'm putting money into this. I want to get my money's worth, but it's also, you know, I don't want to waste this person's time, all this other stuff that goes through your head. So it is a really powerful motivator in the short term and it is the key to getting results in the short term anyone who's ever been successful in this transformation has started by hiring someone getting someone to say hey i want you to text me every single morning and say you know go to the gym you fat shit or whatever it might be um i remember there's a story of someone doing that and he ended up losing you know a couple hundred kilos oh, a couple hundred kilos a couple hundred pounds a couple hundred kilos would be impressive but the um the, the i guess the key with accountability is just having someone who's there to check in on you that you respect that you don't want to let down they're like okay cool no i have to make this happen but it all comes back to having a goal that you want enough where the accountability matters right because if you're just kind of wishy-washy about what you want then the accountability is not going to do shit so first you've got to know what it is that you want then you've got to find someone to hold you accountable and it doesn't have to be to the extreme and it doesn't have to be forever but it has to be at least for that first teething period otherwise you're going to struggle otherwise you're just going to to you know because you don't trust your word enough and you don't trust your own instincts enough when you're first getting started but we've talked about this before because if you constantly say you're going to do something and then you don't it just adds that other notch into your sort of the self-doubt column of your mind and when other people tell you to do it then it's like fuck all right, i'm going to do it for them it's like that starts to build your confidence to the point mm. when you can start to set your own goals and you can start to set your own milestones and tasks that you need to complete and you'll hold yourself accountable to them which is where we sort of go into discipline but you've got to start with accountability either someone else or someone you know, a coach, a friend, someone who is going to be on you and that you can report to. Otherwise, you're going to lose face in some way. There's got to be like a loss. I've known some people that would be like, if you don't do this, I'm going to donate, or you have to donate $100 to a charity that you hate, like the um, like the Westboro Baptist Church or like the Nazi party or so like shit like that, where it's like, I'm really don't, as much as it's like, oh, you know, if you did something, you could gain it. It's like, fuck if i don't train three times this week i'm gonna have to donate a hundred dollars to these racists like the, the kkk or some shit like that right like that's that's a fucking motivator it's like if you don't get these workouts in you're a racist <laughs> well mate that is definitely i've not heard that but that is a definitely a, a motivating version of accountability um i i also i've done that with a friend in the past though um when i i always love point systems because i love games and i love winning and losing Right. Like that's me, you know, from the, the moment that I understood sports and understood winning and losing, like that has been, and my intern, it's not to win against other people, it's to win against myself. When I can compete against other people, like, shit, that goes to another level. Um, but I'm just a competitive person. And I think we all are to an extent with ourselves. Um, it's making sure that the game we're playing, Again, we've talked about comfort zones. It's not too far outside our comfort zone that we're going to lose because then if we're losing and we're trying to play the game and we keep losing, then we give up. But it's like making the, the game, you have to do the work, but it's just outside your comfort zone that you can still win. Um, and, and I like to look at a point system always with accountability. And, you know, the, the couple of big levers, because I always look at the broad strokes. 
Okay, so the broad strokes are let's get our steps in, let's get our nutrition done. So we're hitting a certain amount of calories, calories in versus calories out. We're inside a calorie deficit. We're going to start to lose weight. Um, and we have our training because we want to hold muscle mass. We don't want to become skinny fat. We want to become lean, mean machines. So when we look at this, it's three points a day. You get a training session, you, you get your, your steps in, and also you get your nutrition tracked under your calories or within 50 calories, right? So the ability to hit 21 points a week is a goal. Now you could do this with a friend and you start tracking in a WhatsApp group, you, you and them at the end of every night between by 9 PM, you have to post your points for the day, right? And then you have a, a, a points for the week. And maybe at the end of the week, whoever gets the most points, they have to pay the other person 50 bucks, right? <laughs> you could start winning, winning money. You could do it in a group of four people and the person for the most, you start making money with this. Like this is actually yeah, a really get, good get idea. Get good at it first <laughs> and start people. Exactly. hundred um, percent. Get as many as you can. You get your own like tipping league. Um, so with, uh, with this, so you can be financial or you can make it. So you're just keeping each other accountable. I think, um, you know, Napoleon Hill said in Think and Grow Rich was like to have a mastermind, this accountability circle is one of the key factors to achieving results in life. And I think if you can look at this, you can have your mini mastermind if you're not paying a coach with someone else. These are the three criteria. I know if I hit on the daily basis and I'm accountable to them and I have to post on the daily, not on the weekly. Because remember, when we talked about the motivation equation inside goal setting, we need to shorten the delay cycle. So if we can do it daily, that's the shortest possible delay cycle there is. Um, because if not, you might not score any points for three days. You're like, I'll oh, catch up my points towards the end of the week. It's like, that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. So we want to try and go minimum two points a day. Maybe that's your goal at the start. Maybe it's minimum one point a day. When people have lost their motivation, we can talk about this, this more in discipline. We can start low and then start to build the amount of points for them. But you're scoring these daily points and you're doing it with a friend. They're keeping you accountable. You look at your tally each week and you can slowly progressively overload the amount of points you're going to score each week from there on in. And that's when we're looking peer to peer accountability. When you're looking at a training buddy accountability, if you know that it's 4.30 in the morning and you said you're going to wake up and show up at 5am and you're doing it by yourself and you're just training by yourself, it's so easy to press snooze. It's so easy to tell yourself you're too tired. It's so easy to justify why you aren't going to go to the gym. But if you know, if I knew Jace was going to the gym and he was going to meet me there, I'm not going to let Jace down. I'll let myself down every day of the week. That's what we do as human beings. But when we have someone else that we're going to let down, we rise to the occasion and we start showing up. And that's like our physical accountability buddy by having a training partner that you're going to show up four times a week for. So that's when we're looking at the training aspect of it. You could have a nutrition accountability with a coach, right? Okay. Every Sunday, I want you to plan out what your meals for the week are on a sheet of paper. I'm going to want you to write down what your breakfast, lunches, and dinners are. And you've had now a proactive thought pattern around what you're going to eat. And you're going to send me what you're going to eat. So it's creating some form of an implementation intention. We talked about this in habits and that can be accountability for your nutrition. So I think. When we're looking at there's coach-based accountability, when they're looking over your stats and they can help um, tell you what to change to make sure we're getting the results on. But every single thing, it's accountable to a form of one, it has to be structured. Two, it's best when it's someone else that you look up to because you don't want to let them down. And three, um, where you can't justify and have a long delay cycle with your accountability. I think those are the crucial factors to accountability that I believe. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. Having that person that you don't want to let down is, is 
one of the biggest parts of it. And from a nutrition perspective as well, this is why it's important to get people in your household on board with what you're doing. This is why it's important to vocalize and to talk about your goals. I had a client um, yesterday I was talking to who um, he dropped three kilos in his first week. And part of the reason why he did that, he's like, oh, at work now, um, everyone knows what I'm doing. They're all, they all know what I'm, um, what I'm trying to achieve. And they're all holding me accountable. They're all making sure that I'm not going to go to snacks and go to the cupboard and grab this and that. So the people around you, the environment, which is always stronger than willpower over time, is what you, you've got to get that on your side. So it's the same thing with people at, you know, whether it's your workplace, whether it's your mates, whether it's people who live in your home, you know, your wife, your kids, that kind of stuff. Be like, hey, look, dad's not going to eat. He's not going to eat fucking Oreos anymore. Okay. It's just not what he's going to do. Right. I say that because I do have a pack of Oreos in the fridge, though. Like a, a, a cinnamon flavor. But, you know, you go, you go one a day, you track it, you can make it work. But um, if you're not, if you can't handle that, that sort of uh, moderation, then leave them out. Right. I'm bulking. Mate. You can have one. <laughs> Mate, that, that's a, 100% me. Like I cannot, if there is a block of chocolate or a pack of Tim Tams in the house, right? Mm. Um, I have no willpower, right? So for me, I'm accountable to live. We just don't have it in the house, right? It's, mm. it's something super simple for us. Or if she buys chocolate, she puts it in the fridge because I don't like chocolate from the fridge. That's uh, just very easy like for me. Yeah, you like it melting your fingers. Exactly, man. That's the type I like. And I hate chocolate from the fridge. So it's like, again, structuring your environment and exactly what you said, keeping accountable to someone else. If you drink too much, like go down to the local bar when you're not pissed and probably when they're not allowed to serve alcohol and say, hey, I'm trying to change my life. You aren't allowed to serve me for the next four yeah. weeks um, and put your photo up on the wall. Um, so it's like, you know, be accountable. Like mm. there's so many different ways. We, we don't, need to fall to temptation and justify poor behaviors or oh, the boys just said to have one beer or oh, you know no like be accountable say guys i want you if i try and slip up i want you to do a b and c to make sure i stay on track hmm. i think when we're looking at accountability at the very start if you're accountable to someone for the first three months four months of a transformation once you're trying to really get these habits in place okay because once you've done it for four months, you, you've lost like 15 kilos, you've lost like 20 kilos, you've trained four times a week, you've scored, you know, 18 to 20 points a week, you've ingrained these habits in your life. Now it's not about being accountable to someone, it's about staying disciplined. And I think that's when we go from accountability meets discipline and discipline is, you know, at the end of the day, it boils down to one thing. It's doing what you said you're going to do when you're going to do it. Okay, if that's discipline, it's it's being the guy that does the work even when they don't want to do it, or also doing the work when no one else is around. Um, because you know sometimes it's it's all good when other people are watching us, but when people aren't watching us, we fail discipline. It's like I, th I think a good game for us to all play is you know it, pretend your life is getting live streamed on Facebook. Okay. Hmm. You know, you know, just imagine this, right? You wake up in the morning and as soon as you wake up, all of a sudden your life was live streamed for the day. And Truman this show. day, yeah, literally the Truman Show, right? Um, and from this, this day is a documentation of your life. It is recorded. It is saved in the vault and your kids and your grandkids and their kids are going to watch this documentation of how you lived your life. And it's a representation of you, of your habits, your character traits, um, your energy level. Now, if you did that 
and you were getting documented and this is how you were remembered. Do you think you would wake up in the morning and you press snooze 17 times, start saying, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered getting up today. I hate my life. Look at your partner. They rolled away the other way. You haven't talked to them last night because you had a bit of a tiff over something that wasn't important. You know, you're, you're late to work because, you know, you're yelling at people in traffic because you took off too late. You didn't eat properly. You skipped the gym because you pressed snooze 17 times. You know, you start grabbing crappy food, which your energies are down. They see you, it's, you know, you're sinking 17 coffees to try and keep yourself awake inside your job. You know, you, you're running out to get some fast food at lunchtime. You know that that's not going to actually optimize your energy. You know, it gets to four o'clock or five o'clock and you're about to knock off work and you're like, today was such a hard day. You start justifying alcohol. Um, and other poor choices as well. And it's like, and then you get home, at, you know, you put your kids to bed at 7.30 and you watch TV for three hours, you know, you watch Netflix. Oh, I have to watch my three Netflix episodes. Um, I can't, like, if that's a representation of your life, what do you think, and that was filmed, what do you think your kids and your grandkids, if they watch that, they're like, oh, dad was a, that, a granddad or great-granddad was a lazy mofo, right? Who literally had no self-integrity or self-respect because he said he was going to wake up and he didn't. He said he was wanted to have abundance of energy and he didn't. And all the things that he said he would do, he didn't do. So that's the negative live stream, right, of discipline. And if we look at, okay, well, if that's the worst case scenario, and if we could have a best case scenario, how would that live if I was being live streamed? And all of a sudden, you know, I wake up, I get up, I, you know, go to the gym, I move, I, you know, be proactive around my nutrition choices because I know that optimizes my energy. You know, when I'm faced with challenges, this is how I manage stress based off the previous podcast. Um, you know, this is how, when I train, I train because I want to be strong and to be the best version of me. I get home, I give time to my, um, my family, my kids, because I have abundance of energy. I can go and play with them. You know, I, at this time, this is when I prioritize you know a bit of education or sleep or this is my sleep routine and they watch this and it's like wow like no wonder dad granddad great granddad got so much done no no wonder because he was a disciplined person and it gave him the freedom to live the life the way he wanted because that's what it is right discipline equals freedom you're like and when people i say that a lot of the time it's like this is what my day looks like and this is what my weekends look like. My days are structured from like 4.30 in the morning until pretty much 8.30 at night, Monday to Friday. Fridays, I don't have any structure after, you know, really 7.30. It's my non-structure night. And then uh, I work on Saturday mornings. I'm structured pretty much from 5 a.m. to sort of noon on Saturdays. I have no structure between 12 noon on Saturdays and Monday morning. That's my undisciplined time where I'm like, when I say it, it's like, it's not actually locked into a schedule. And they're like, wow, like that's, that's really rigid. That's a boring way to live life. It's like, well, is it boring? I get to have time every day when I play with my kids and I have energy for them. Is it boring? Like, I feel really great about my health. Like I have a business where I can work the hours I want to work. And I, I've created this thing where I can help people every single day. I, I love my nighttime routines and education. I sleep restfully every single night it's like no like discipline is not a bad thing you know discipline is a great thing because it gives you the freedom of energy freedom of financial sustainability and, and vitality it gives you um you know this abundance of energy it, discipline gives you great and loving relationships I, I think discipline is the overarching factor to having the freedom in all of the aspects of our life that we want to be great I think that's where people get it wrong. 
Yeah. It comes back to like, what do you actually want in life? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? And yeah, there's the, the initial phase where you need accountability. You need someone to sort of push you to get you there. But if what you're chasing and what you're looking for is actually important to you, then you are going to have to work at it every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. It's just going to be progressive. And when it comes to discipline, as you were saying, discipline equals freedom. You've got you've got that free time. How many of us would love to have like a day and a half of just unstructured free time, like Saturday, Saturday midday through till Sunday night, have that as just full unstructured free time? Most people don't actually get that. They think they have that because they've got no structure in their day, but then they're like, oh shit, I didn't realize I've got to do this. And oh, you know, I haven't done any workouts this week. Oh, I've got to get one done on the weekend now. Oh, we haven't done our weekly shopping. Oh, what is it? And they, they spent all this time thinking and planning and, and trying to have to, like this, put this half-hour structure into place as to what their week then looks like. But then they don't do any planning of their week. They don't stick to any of the things of their week. And then they don't reap any of the benefits from an energy perspective, from a health perspective, again, financially, any of the different aspects that are important, right? This is why you schedule things like date nights. So you can put intentional connection in with your partner. And we spoke about this before, but your life will either come to you, it'll either be by default or by design. Yeah. So your life will just, your, your schedule will fall together just by default. And let, and let me tell you, the default is shit, right? The default level of what your standard is as far as the daily activities that you do, as far as when you wake up, when you go to bed, what your intentions are is usually pretty bloody average. So if you don't design it, and you know, this is this is a quote I love. If you don't put your priorities in your calendar, someone else will put their priorities in your calendar. So in order for you to have discipline, you have to have structure. In order for you to have structure, you've got to give some kind of level of effort to planning and putting time to your week. Because the reason why a lot of people fail in discipline is they will overpromise on themselves and they'll underdeliver. They'll overpromise, oh, I'll get to the gym four nights this week. But because they've not taken the time to sit down and actually plan their week, they know, hey, I can't do that. I can't do that on this night or I can't train this day. And then it comes to the day and then they realize, oh shit, I've got to, you know, we've got to um, go to a, you know, one of the kids soccer games or something on this night. I forgot about that. Oh, that means I can't go to the gym that night. Oh, it throws everything out. Oh, and then it becomes an issue. I legit just had this conversation with my wife because we've got a very busy weekend coming up. Um, <laughs> it's, it was a good one. Um, Saturday, we've got um, my sister's birthday. So we're going to go, you know, to you know, have some, you know, wood fire pizzas or something like that and pool party, whatever. Um, I'm making the pizzas. So that means I don't have to eat them. So I just, if I make them and I throw them out and give them to other people, that's the hack, be the chef. Um, then Sunday we're going bowling and going out to dinner with some of her friends. And then on Monday, it's my dad's 70th. So we've got all these events coming up and I'm like, all right, I need to train twice in those three days. Um, what are the days that are going to be best? Because we've got it coming up. I've been pre-planning. So she was like, all right, well, Saturday's probably not the best day because we've got to go shopping as well. I'm like, all right, so I'll take my Saturday workout and I'll move it to Friday, which is a bit more relaxed. And then she's like, Monday's probably not going to be a good day for you to train either. Cool. So I'll, I'll move the Monday to the Sunday because the Sunday is more relaxed plans. So I know it sounds like heady and ugh, like, oh, I don't really have to have that level of effort. But in order for me to get my four workouts in that week, the ones that I've committed to that I'm, you know, I've got a program that's structured that I'm following, that's what I have to do. And it took me five minutes made the adjustments and you know yes it changed things up a little bit but without that awareness and without that structure you would just be left like oh fuck i can't train today and then you're in a bad mood then you have a fight with your wife and that's all of the cascading stuff and the flow and effects that happens from not having discipline and not having structure around your life man i completely agree i think it's that that's the essentially structural discipline right mm -hmm. there's reactive discipline when we're like oh i should 
you know, work what out four times a week. Oh, and, yeah, it's like I should, I should eat healthy. And we, we're literally, we're constantly trying to create decisions in the moment. And when we're trying to rely on reactive discipline, then we rely on willpower. When we're trying to always rely on willpower, we're destined to fail. We just are. You know, when we have structural discipline, where it's like, this is what I'm going to eat. This is where I'm going to eat. This is what I'm going to train. This is where I'm going to train. This is how I'm going to train. Um, I think what that does is it means you're probably only going to react like 10%, maybe max 20% of the time. It's like, this didn't go to plan. I'm going to have to reallocate different things for the later in the week because we're going away this weekend or anything like that. But I think not only the structural discipline, um, allow you to follow through with, you know, somewhat of the implementation tensions. It also and gives you the freedom to get your goals. It also gives you the mental freedom with the less mental load. Cause you know that I have goals and I've put them into my diary. So I don't always have to, or put them into my schedule. I don't always have to think, Oh, I have to get to the gym. Where are I going to fit in? It's like, you just know. So you don't have that, that mental load constantly hanging over you where you're trying to do the things you said you're going to do, but instead you know exactly when you're going to do them. So you don't even have to stress about it. It's like, I know I'm going to show up. I know I'm going to do this. And I think it comes back to them accountability. That's why we do that first. And then discipline comes second because we've already created that sort of progressive overload in showing up with accountability. So you're used to doing what you said you're going to do. And, you know, it's starting small, like we talked about in habits where you're ticking it off daily. And that means you have more confidence because someone who follows through has confidence and confident people have discipline. Okay. It's just, just how it happens. When you have high amounts of self doubt, you have low amounts of self discipline. That's just how it works as well. So because we doubt ourselves, does this work? Should I wake up? Should I press snooze? It's like, no, man. Like, I, should you press snooze? Yes or no? The answer is no. Okay. You don't press snooze. You get out of bed. Why? Because you said you're going to work out. That is discipline. And like when we, every time we don't do something, it erodes our, our self-belief, it erodes our self-confidence, increases our self-doubt. We become even more um, undisciplined. And all of a sudden, we're just an undisciplined person with undisciplined habits and the undisciplined results essentially is the mediocrity, okay, of society. So I think if you want to be above average with health, um, which at the end of the day, it's not that hard. You know, the average person is overweight or obese. So if you want to be above average, it's starting small, become really disciplined about the small things, winning on a consistent basis with accountability, and then continually to progressive overload, making them a little bit harder, which means you're, dis you're building your discipline uh, muscle, essentially. Um, and I think the biggest thing with discipline is never miss twice. If you said you're going to do something today and you miss it, you never miss two days in a row because you don't want being undisciplined to become the habit. Hmm. Hmm. And that kind of dovetails into if you want to maintain these results long-term, you might think, oh, I've got to be disciplined every single day and it's going to require this, this focus every single day. And it's like, well, no, as you get better, we talked about this with habits, as you get better at it, as you get more experienced with it, um, your bandwidth frees up and it doesn't become something that you focus on. And we've talked about this before, it becomes who you are. And when it becomes mm. who you are and you are that person who is disciplined and you are that person who does plan their meals and choose the healthy option, then that automatically leads itself to sustainability and sustaining results long-term. But you've got to shift that identity around who you are. You're not just the person who does these things. No, you are the disciplined dad who does pick the better meals, who does cook every now and then in the kitchen and make sure that what we're having is going to be healthy and who does pick the better options, who does go to the gym, who is active with his kids. Right? That becomes who you are. When that's your identity, 
it becomes a lot easier to choose the actions that are in alignment with that identity as opposed to not choosing those actions because it's it, it's your brain doesn't like to be wrong right we talked about this before the scotoma mm. and looking for the the vegemite in the cupboard and you can't find it because you've already told yourself you don't know where it is if you consider yourself to be a fit dad then you don't even see the options that don't align with who you are because your brain is like, no, 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 this is who we are. So we do this. We don't even see that other option. We don't even think about missing that session. We don't think about snoozing the alarm because that's not who we are. But you've beyond that, as far as sustainability and keeping the results long-term, you've just got to keep on top of, there's, there's like, there's still a level of active focus that needs to go into your this area of life you can't just go, hit cruise control now that you've got your results right you get to your whatever percent body fat right you get down to 80 kilos cool cruise control don't have to think about it anymore there's there's far less effort that goes into maintaining results than there are um, than there is that goes into getting the results but there is still a level of effort you can't let it go completely to zero it's got to be even if it's 10 percent, 20 percent. there's still got to be that level of conscious focus when i wasn't able to train when i wasn't really aiming for any particular goal i was still weighing myself every day right now that works for me because i don't get too caught up about the number that i see all it was was just a indicator for me oh yeah doing well yeah i had a bigger night last night so probably um you know retain a bit of water all right just going to keep it on so i have a good idea and there's a band and i'm like oh i'm never going to let myself get outside of this band if i do then i know all right it's time to rein it back in so it's not that you're never going to have a hard time and gain weight or regress ever again over again but if you have one hand still on the wheel and you're still tracking still maintaining it's like okay cool i've let things slip again i need to get back into that that more there's a level of you know there's discipline and it's like yeah i'm, I'm doing what i normally do and then there's discipline like, all right i'm i'm back into my better routines, right? We all have times when it slips like, oh, I'll maybe do two sessions this week or maybe I'll hit 6K steps or, you know, it's pretty hot outside. Oh, we'll just have like a couple of movie nights or a weekend in here and there and do whatever, right? And then, yeah, you know, okay, cool. That you, We all have this little wake up moment where it's like, right, back into it. So it's just making sure that you have mechanisms to get to that wake up moment. Yeah, mate, I love that. And I think with this, I, I believe that the communication um, changes our internal dialogue as our identity shifts. When we're starting a transformation, maybe we're 10, 20, 30, 40 kilos overweight, and we need that accountability. And normally the task and the reason why we need the accountability is mentally we're like, I should mm. eat healthy. I should train. I should do my steps. And we need the accountability because we know we should do it, but we need external motivation, which is accountability to make us do it. And all of a sudden we move out of accountability for that first 60, 90 days. And we move into the discipline focused. I think we more so shift our attitude. Um, and we, we start to say, Hey, I, I could get to train. Like I, like I get to eat healthy. You know, I, I get to have the freedom that this gives me. And we move into that discipline as we're still, we're trying to achieve our results. And I think sustainability comes down to more of the last phase. It's like, I love to like, mm-hmm. man, I, me personally, like, I love to train. <laughs> like, I, I, I like, I, I love to eat healthy because I know what I feel like when I don't. And I love to eat healthy because I love to feel abundantly energetic. Like, mm-hmm. so I think it's like, should do, get to, love to. And I think that's the difference of accountability, discipline, and sustainability. And also, I think for everyone understanding, it's like that internal dialogue is so crucial. It's like, if you say, if you're saying I should train, it's like, nah, man, like that is not the language you need to be using. Okay. That means you definitely need the accountability phase. Um, and the, the last thing is it's easier to sustain once you achieve a result. One, because 
it doesn't take enough as much energy, right? Like the, you know, when, it's, uh, when a, the rocket ship leaves the Earth's atmosphere, it's like 80% of the fuel. It's exactly the same to achieve a result. Like that 80% of your sacrifice and your work all happens to trying to achieve a result. And it's only about 20% of the energy to, to maintain. Why? Because if you've achieved abs or you achieved the weight loss goal you were looking for, we get to go out of a calorie deficit. We get to go into a calorie maintenance. You get to eat more calories and not put on weight. You know, we don't have to train five days a week. If you don't want, you want to maintain your muscle mass, train two to three times a week. You know, if that's what you want to do, if you're just looking to maintain, it's up to you guys, but you get to eat more, you get to train less and you get to maintain the body you want. It's like sustainability is so easy if you don't have another goal. Right. You might have, you know, we just did a Spartan ultra race with a couple of the boys on the weekend that took our training level definitely up a notch. Right. We were doing lots more runs, lots more, um, strength endurance style training because it was a 56 kilometer ultra marathon with 60 obstacles. So we took some of the boys who were in sustainability back into discipline. And we've just like hammered this pretty brutal training for about a six to eight week period, pretty Spartan Ultra. And then we get to, you know, flick back into sustainability. So you get to flick between the two based on what your goals are currently. I think that's another key distinction, I believe, as we're, we're looking at the, the differences between the three. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you've pretty much put a nice little bow on it there with you've going to be alternating through these phases, right? It's going to take a lot more effort to get there than it is going to be to maintain it. But the key thing is that it's still going to maintain, it's still going to take effort. So in order for you to not rebound, you need to have a plan in place. And it might be that you need some accountability after your discipline to keep you on your sustainability plan. This is something that a lot of, um, a lot of bodybuilders struggle with. They'll hit their goal, right? They'll get on stage and they'll, they'll hit the poses and they'll, they'll be all tanned up and oiled up, you know? And then as soon as they finish, they don't have a plan for the weeks afterwards. So they end up just binging and eating and relaxing and whatever. And then all of a sudden they've gained 10, 15, 20 kilos. And they're like that far away up on their stage weight. Now, obviously we're not all looking, you know, to be bodybuilders and that kind of stuff, but we are looking to, to lose body fat, right? Which is, you know, the same, basically the same goal. They just take it to the extreme and, you know, a couple of extracurricular, um, injectable supplements yeah yeah Yeah. supplements um but that mentality still needs to be in place if you've never known how to maintain or what maintenance looks like you might need support during that phase if you've never known what it's like to eat at baseline if you've always been that person who chronically diets and then just goes back to what they were doing before and puts it back on you might need some accountability because you're like oh but fuck i'm not focusing on weight loss anymore why do i still have to eat chicken and rice it's like well guess what that's kind of what it's going to be like you don't need that for every meal but majority of your meals are going to still be focused on healthy foods on whole grains on you know lean proteins that's still going to be what the focus is you just get to have a bit more of it but you've got to enjoy that it's like well fuck i really don't enjoy eating that it's like well what did you do this for in the first place if it wasn't to be healthier, right? Mm. And then you've got to have a whole nother conversation. So it might be worth, if you're having trouble sustaining results, having a coach and having a plan for that post goal completion period. And even if it's another goal that you might work towards, that's why people constantly, you know, they'll, they'll bulk and then they'll cut and they'll bulk and they'll cut and they, they don't really know how to maintain, how to just live life, um, you know, not focused on an aesthetic or health goal. And it does, it does require help to, to switch off right? Without switching completely off. So if you find yourself in that place, you do need to look out for some support. You need to actively have a plan for your sustainability, for your long-term. What does that look like for you? Are you allowing yourself 
you know, two meals a week where you get to have whatever you want one time a week where you go out to dinner, right? What's, what's the, um, you know, what's the flexibility that still keeps you where you want to stay, but that's going to take time to develop as well. So it's, as you can tell, it's individual, it's nuanced. This is why we do coaching, right? We've got availability. We've got what's available to help people with this kind of stuff. You need an outside perspective. You need that extra assistance. That's what people are there for. Exactly, mate. And that is the podcast for today, accountability, sustainability, and discipline, how you fit that inside your life. If you need coaching, if you want to truly get the results you're after in life, um, go to fit-dad.club um, and reach out. We'll have a conversation about you know what's holding you back, what's the gap, and you know where you want to go. Um, and that's it from us today, guys. You can reach out to us through the Facebook group if you're not in the free Facebook group. Um, find us on Instagram. Um, mate, anything else you want to share just as we're closing out? Five-star rating and review. Don't forget to share it with any friends that uh, you want to help inspire to be the best version of themselves, and we'll see you next week. Too easy, guys. See you, Jace. See you, guys. Later.